I'm Tommy. And I'm Mary. And this is Promoting Parenting. Welcome back. This episode is part two. For part one, check out last week's episode. The other thing that I think was successful that I loved every stage Mm -hmm. of my kids' lives. Mm -hmm. So you know how people always say, oh, wait till they're teenagers, wait till they're teenagers. Well, you know, it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) So we just did things teenagers do. And I would, I I think having our house be a place that was a safe place for them to bring their friends Mm. was successful Mm -hmm. because we always had a lot of kids around. They always had their friends around and they always seemed to land at our house. Mm. And so um, we were very intentional about that. I I tried to make it, you know, a fun place. There was always free food. That always helped. (laughs) (laughs) There was, and and they, I think they always felt welcome. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think um, in those stages of life that we need to enjoy all of those stages, even though some of them are more difficult than others, but God gives us the opportunity to enjoy them or to nag them to death. Right. And I'm not saying not to have discipline because we did. Mm-hmm. And that's, that has nothing to do with that. It's just that they need to feel like they can come to you and it's going to be safe. And whether you agree with them or disagree with them, you can communicate through that. And, um, also, it'd be a time that you can enjoy together and move on to the next phase, whatever that is. And, and I will say this, about the time you figure out a stage that your children are in, whatever their ages are, they've moved into a new one. <laughs> so I don't know. Just hang on. That's all I know. I think that's a common thread that mm-hmm. um, I never would have thought of because I think, I mean, we're very early in the parenting parenting stage with our oldest being three, uh, maybe four when this comes out. Yeah. Um, but is the asking questions and, uh, seeing where they're at and seeing, trying to figure out their thought process and, um, the way that you might ask questions as an adult to an adult child is different than mm-hmm. the way I ask questions to a four-year-old or a three-year-old, but um, that has been something where it's been advice or success or something that many of our parents mm-hmm. has, have talked about the need for that. Mm. And that's something that I would not have thought of and has helped me just with doing this series. Right. And that's so important. I've watched <clears throat> my children with my grandchildren say, okay, what did you do? Why did you do it? hmm and what needs to happen as a result of it. Right. And it's really amazing how they think through the processes of, and they might come up with a, a discipline that's worse than you thought, <laughs> but you're like, okay. But, you know, but, but, and you know, what do you need to do about it? Like, right. do you need to apologize? Do you need to, you know? And so I think it's very important to help them start to think through those things. Right. As, as young as we can. Right. It's really good. Okay, next question. Uh, what has caught you off guard during this stage of life? Um, I think part of it is how fast I got here. <laughs> I was really caught off guard by when I look back and think about how, you know, how fast yeah. time has gone by. Um, and 
life is just really fast. And uh, it seems like just yesterday that I had young children and that I was running around after them and trying to lock myself in the bathroom for five minutes <laughs> and that kind of thing. So, um, and sometimes I still want to sit down. <laughs> I mean, wow, you know, but <laughs> how nice would that be? I don't know. So, <laughs> and then I also think about um, how much the world changed. Oh. And I and I am caught off guard by that sometimes. And I know that biblically, maybe I shouldn't be, but I just think about the world and what our mm-hmm. children and our grandchildren and um, even we are having to deal yep. with in matters that I guess I never thought that in my lifetime would be this fast and yep. that things would be happening the way things are happening. Um, so I have kind of been caught off guard by that in the sense that, you know, what do you do with that in your own life? What do you, how do you manage some of those things with your grandchildren? And mm-hmm. because they're learning things that we didn't learn mm-hmm. and they're not good things. No. It's not, it's not things that, so how do you combat that? So it catches me off guard sometimes because one they are all so smart and they soak it all in and they don't know unless we tell them that that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. So I think um, trying to keep the, you know, that is very alarming sometimes to me. And I'm not an alarmist, but how do I come back that for my grandchildren? And mm-hmm. so that would be something that um, just the way things are going away from the way that that God would want us to mm-hmm. live and to raise our families and and our grandchildren and not having the same opportunities that we had um when we were younger and and not being welcomed like we once were because the right. world has taught everyone if you 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 have to applaud me you you have to Agree with me. If you don't agree with me, I don't want to have anything to do with you. And our children are kind of learning that. And that's something that I think that we um, has really caught me off guard in my own life, even. But also just watching it in other people's lives. Oh, I would I would Mm -hmm. would 100 percent agree with that. Just parenting myself and then having to deal with just ministerial uh, work with children and stuff The the amount and how quickly the culture is going away from Christ mm-hmm. um, is just insane. Um, and I know that a lot of parents deal with that because I've talked to a lot of parents. I've counseled a lot of middle schoolers and kids that um, the parents will sit there with their middle school and they just raise their hands up and go, mm. I, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is, too, it's not just. It's church. It's kids that yep. have been brought up mm-hmm. differently. It's it's kids that know the truth, but are not either connecting to the truth or just dispelling, trying to, to right. get rid of it because they don't want to put up with what they have to put up with if they tell the truth or say the truth right. or, or deal with that. And um, that's, that's the heartbreaking thing, too, I think. Um, and how do we how do we combat that? I mean, I know with the word of God, but then, you know, if they're not receiving that because they're getting everything else and just, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll, you know, prayer is one thing, obviously. And I, you know, talk about that a lot, you know, with our kids too, but 
that's that's just something that's just uh continually keeps me off balance i mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. it's it's almost <laughs> the fact that i can't keep up with everything right is that once you start to learn something and you try to comprehend to understand where someone might be you're on to the next thing mm-hmm. or that thing is blown up to be even bigger and then you don't even realize what's going on and then you just kind of want to put your head in the sand and not think about it mm-hmm. but yet because it, it's exhausting right like, right, i mean exactly. it is exhausting and you're like i can't do one more thing but that is the one thing that we need to be concentrating right. on some of the other stuff that is exhausting as might need to go right. but yeah right <laughs> so sometimes i look at my kids and go how can i just keep them mm-hmm. for like just protect them from the world mm-hmm. how can yeah. that happen but i know that they're gonna be in the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, a couple of mine were like, I, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to get big. I just want to stay little. And I'm like, man, if we could just do that, <laughs> if somebody could create, you know, <laughs> but yeah. Mary, would you like to do the next one? Yeah. If you hear someone uh, yeah. breathing in the background, that's not Pam. <laughs> Me. Or me. <laughs> if you're someone night, just kind of like, could have been. <laughs> and snoring and all that it's, stuff. Yeah. It's our That's, youngest in a pouch. Yes. Yeah. She's, in a, she's in a pouch. So, what's been some joys that you've had? Um, I think even though we talk about some of the things that are difficult, watching my children become adults and learn mm-hmm. to navigate their lives is a joyful thing. And I think we need to look at it that way. Um, there can be great grief, like just like we've talked about, but we can experience great joy in that as well. And so watching them um, experience, you know, the emotions that they experience toward my grandchildren that I experienced toward them or, you know, watching them um, love their children. And that's a great joy to me. And just grandchildren are just the best. <laughs> so my mom that's says, a great joy. <laughs> my mom says so it's all about the kids, the grandchildren, not like, you. If we could have had them first, <laughs> you know, it'd just be so much more fun. Yeah. But I think part of that is that we're just more relaxed too, but we're not having to be the parent. And as I'm, I mentioned, may have mentioned earlier, we have seven now and they range from five months to 14 years. Wow. So that's a big span, mm-hmm. a big range, but just, I enjoy seeing them growing up and, um, I love spending time with them and, um, you know, you don't have to be their parent. You get to spoil them a little bit Mm -hmm. as much as their parents will allow you to. (laughs) And, um, my, one of my, one of my children calls me Nana Claus (laughs) 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 because, Because, um, (laughs) so it's been this joke because every time they really need something that they can't get, or if it's a, you know, even a medical need or some kind of things, if we can help, you know, or, um, just sending them toys or sending them something like a soccer jersey for the older kids or something that I might just find every now and then just send it. You know, it doesn't just have to be Christmas. So (laughs) they, um, that's jokingly been my nickname, but, um, I think the greatest joy I will have, and some of them are are in this place, is seeing them come to know Jesus, mm. to know him, to love him, to serve him. That will be my greatest joy. We promised that we would keep these episodes short, and that's what we would like to do. So if you tune in next week, you can hear the rest of this amazing interview. I hope that you will. 
I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.